She-Hulk green titties. Think about it. Welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. Um, what? <laughs> I literally, I ha- I absolutely had nothing clever to open this episode with, so I just felt like saying something completely absurd. It was so low effort, though. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I literally looked at the first thing on our fucking list of shit that we're going to talk about today, and I just said something. (laughs) Fuck, dude. God, I need to take an improv class. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. All right, yeah. Welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. Uh... We are here today to fucking finally wrap up our Comic-Con coverage. Wrapping up our comic coverage in uh, late September, mind you. But fuck it. (laughs) I don't think she'd appreciate being butt-fucked, but I don't know. Excuse me? (laughs) You said, well, butt-fuck it. Who? September? I don't know. We we're talking about She-Hulk. I'm, I'm going oh. as low effort as you right now. All right. Oh, <laughs> your brain went somewhere else. I fucking said. I fucking said She-Hulk green titties. Think about it. You started thinking about it. <laughs> you were thinking about clapping green cheeks. I'm over here talking about the days of the week. <laughs> I'd be too afraid because, like, if something happened, I could easily get sued. I like, mean, easily. But like, if she sneezes. You're losing something, and I think that's a lawsuit on its own. <laughs> <laughs> we even use this now. Should we redo? <laughs> no, like, it's restart fine. the episode. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Like it just just put it and put in like a rewind sound effect. Just, <laughs> hey, welcome to the Derailed Podcast. Forget everything you just listened to. We're starting here. <laughs> So we're going to finish up our fucking Comic-Con coverage uh, by talking about literally everything that is basically everything that has to do with phase with the end of phase four to the end of phase six of the MCU. Holy fuck, do we have quite a bit to talk about. So the first thing that we have on the list here, uh, which uh, you didn't hear, uh, you, we absolutely haven't mentioned it yet, uh, She-Hulk. Uh, now, as of Comic-Con, we just had a trailer for this show, but I believe as of recording this, the show is currently out on Disney+. Plus. Wow, way to date the episode. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, We've no, made it I'm very sure. clear we don't give a shit. Uh, actually, let me, let me log in real quick. It's, we uh, know when I, the episodes are coming. the first episode. We know when the episodes are coming out, so we can say when you know, so we can make references to the future. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we're it's only one episode, but yes, it is out. Okay, so yeah, the series has started streaming on Disney Plus. I personally haven't checked it out yet. And I think my thoughts really haven't changed on it since the last time we talked about it, because I believe we did talk about it before on the podcast. Um, I never had the opinion that the CGI looked bad. It was just mainly the fact that it it's too uncanny for me. Like, I don't yeah. uh, uh, 
And I'm honestly a little confused as to the decision-making behind it because I don't know a lot about making movies, especially when it comes to visual effects. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wouldn't it have been slightly easier to, like, actually make her green utilizing makeup and then using visual effects to enlarge her rather than making a like rather than making an entity with the visual effects it all depends on like the because with visual effects you really got to plan it out yeah like um so like there there's composition there's uh there's lighting there's uh you know the the like you have a shot list and so everything visual effects is related uh either the shots are honestly you should consider the visual effects while you're figuring out the shots because that would make things 10 times easier although not many people really think of that right especially with how often you hear like oh yeah we'll fix it in post <laughs> the, those yeah we were just really talking don't... we were just talking about this before the episode yeah well it's it's like it, it's kind of become a meme for for the main reason of the people who say we'll fix it in post don't really know how or really don't have a a a, a true understanding of what post production is like where visual <laughs> effects are concerned yeah it, it's it's a lot so There's... everything should really be planned at the same time oh yeah especially that... with a lot of the information that we recently just had come out about like how disney requests these crazy fucking last minute changes to visual effects in these in their movies and that's why recently we haven't been seeing some of the best cgi yeah it's almost like they're going on strike while they're making the move or while they're making the show or the movie i mean it's not even that it's just literally this is the result of the time frame that these changes are being requested in you know what i mean yeah it's it's ridiculous because it's like my dude, we we have reshoots and visual effects that need to be like redone from the ground up, and the movie releases in three weeks. Yeah, like that's enough time for distribution. That's not <laughs> enough time for visual effects finalization, plus a thorough walkthrough, like a thorough viewing to make sure that everything is good, quality assurance and and whatnot, yeah. and then distribution. Which like it's got to be done yesterday and sent out 2 weeks ago. Yeah. And and this is one of those things that kind of worries me about uh have you heard about this uh fucking have you heard about this whole thing with uh No Way Home getting re-released in theaters with like an extended cut? Like with all uh, of which, basically, like, with the deleted scenes put back into the movie. Yeah, it's only like eleven minutes. I, outs. I mean, I can't really say I'm mad because I love the movie, as like fan servicey as most people make it out to be. Which, to be fair, yeah, there's a lot of it. But I'm one of the people who really doesn't care. Uh, so re-releasing it doesn't bother me any it just kind of feels like a cash grab if i'm being honest see the thing for me that worries me about it is it's like the last time that they did something like this i think they did it with 
I'm not 100%, but I think they did it with Whedon's Avengers, possibly, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% correct on this, but I know they've done one of these re-releases before with, like, the deleted scenes put back in, but, like, when they put the deleted scenes back in, if there was unfinished visual effects in the deleted scene... They didn't finish the visual effects. They literally just put the deleted scene in the movie. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> like I've seen I've seen cuts like this before. I actually recently just watched one uh I say recently, it was months ago. Uh while I was on vacation with my family, uh we were watching uh Meet the Fockers, the the sequel to Meet the Parents, the Ben Stiller movie with Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, we were watching that, and the DVD that we were watching of it was, like, a version that had, like, an extended cut, quote-unquote. But its version of an extended cut was throwing in deleted scenes where it was taken out. First of all, it was one of the most jarring experiences of my fucking life watching a film. <laughs> because, literally, one of these deleted scenes would come up the screen would go black and then it would cut to the deleted scene and like you could tell like it hasn't been color graded it hasn't been like fucking fixed at all everything like everything's all 80 yard and shit so like the mics sound like loud as fucking garbage like yeah there's no sound mixing it's it's literally just a drag and drop exactly and it's like oh god like i really hope that's not what happens with this re-release but oh well we'll see um fucking it's not gonna matter once this ep my feelings about it won't matter once this episode comes out because it'll have long already happened oh <laughs> um, i'm just uh, like in all seriousness if it did happen i would love for it to be just like it's just like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland just hanging out in fucking uh, in mocap suits. Yeah, just, just give shooting me, the shit. Just give me eleven more minutes of them. That's really all I want from this. <laughs> you got a Hulk cameo. It's fucking. It's fucking Mark Ruffalo with a big Hulk head on his stick up <laughs> over him. I that just reminds me of this fucking clip. Where I think I think it was a Josh Brolin was doing an interview where he was talking about something, and they were talking about uh, I'm assuming they were he was talking about filming the scene with Ruffalo uh, in Infinity War where Hulk, where Hulk gets the shit kicked out of him, mm -hmm. and he's talking about he's talking about working on set with ruffalo that day and ruffalo walks by him at one point you know he's got all the mocap shit on him and he goes i'm so fucking done with this job <laughs> 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 or something to that effect it might not have been those exact words but it was that kind of sentiment <laughs> he's like i'm so ready for this to be fucking over <laughs> it, all of that could be just characterized in a <laughs> oh my fucking god but holy shit we got way off topic on that one the series looks fun the getting back to she-hulk here 
the series looks fun. It looks like it has like a lot of that fun like comic book MCU camp that I actually really enjoy. Um and from what we've already seen in the trailers, there's a we are going getting to see Charlie Cox's Daredevil in it. So there's a fucking reason to watch it right there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the for me it's just like it'll probably take me a little bit of getting used to. Like I'll probably watch the first episode. I'll be like, okay, yeah, that was good. You know, the the you know the green lady does look a little bit uncanny. I'm sure by the next episode, I won't even notice it anymore. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it it looks like a lot of fun. Like, there's fourth wall breaks, which is apparently something from the She-Hulk comics. Apparently, She-Hulk was doing it before Deadpool. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Um. In all honesty, like where the comics are concerned, the outside of like, um, like in in some recent years, Moon Knight or well, recent is like high school, um, but before that, it was mostly just uh, Spidey, uh, some Daredevil, some Punisher, um, so Hulk and She Hulk were some stuff that like, it, like everyone knows about the Hulk, like for the most part. Well, they but, know Hulk Smash at least. Hulk Smash, yeah, for sure. Uh, Hulk. Don't. You know what? No, I'm not <laughs> even gonna. <laughs> my mouth started working before my brain did. Hadn't even fully finished the joke in my head, and it's already starting. I'm just gonna bail. Uh, but abort, abort. Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, basically, She-Hulk. I I have known virtually nothing about except for she's related to Bruce Banner. Yeah, and uh, and she's an attorney. Yeah, and like uh, outside of a, a handful of panels that are way out of context, <laughs> like got fired for for like you know the the classic office joke. You know, like. Xeroxing your butt and posting pictures around the office. Ha ha ha. Uh it's just like the fuck? How like that's discrimination. How would you know it's me? It's like dude, it's in color. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like outside of like super out of context shit like that, I know virtually nothing. Um, so I'm I don't I'm interested really... to see where it goes. Yeah, I don't know much about the character either. The only thing I'm curious about is uh, if they will keep how uh, the character got her, like, Hulk powers, because if I'm not mistaken, I read this somewhere recently, uh, she got her, like, Hulk powers when Bruce gave her a blood transfusion. Interesting. Yeah, and so because of the gamma radiation in his blood... It apparently can be passed on through transfusion. So you would think that that would just outright kill somebody. It's a s- comic book world, my friend. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Cancer exists in the Marvel universe. Oh no, it does. I don't want to get into it just because. Yeah, let's not get into it. <laughs> oh, are we talking? Are no, we talking about, we're uh, not talking about Spider Spooge. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that actually said it. Okay, you can't get mad at me. Spider spooch. Spider spooch. 
God damn it. Um, you started it. Yeah, definitely. Let's, let's just be clear. I knew where you were going, though. <laughs> I just beat you to the punch. That's all you're saying. <laughs> Not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> and the journey was a money shot. Anyways. <laughs> of radioactive cum. Uh, moving on. But yeah, the this series looks good. And honestly... Just already, regardless of the fact if he's only in, like, the first episode or so, I will still watch this because I really love Ruffalo's Hulk. Like, he's he plays the character really well. Oh, shit. God damn it. All right, we gotta get back. We gotta get back on with this one. <laughs> I'm already fucking losing it. We're not even. We're not. We're, pro- we're not even a half hour in. I'm already losing it on this fucking episode. All right. Oh shit. Uh, Wakanda forever. Uh, Fish. I'm gonna let you go on. Go on this one for a little bit, just because you've actually seen Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So uh, first off, I. I really enjoyed uh, Black Panther in its entirety. Although, yeah, um, so the, you probably heard some stuff about like the the CG not being the best towards the end and and that sort of stuff. Um, outside of the iffy visual effects during the final fight between uh, Killmonger and Black Panther, mm-hmm. like the whole thing, the whole thing was just gorgeous. Like, and I I know. I know like virtually nothing of African history, mm-hmm. although like I I will like take I, I will take with a grain of salt like what I've heard about it, where it's like there are so many different tribes uh that were represented through um through like clothing designs and all of that. Um uh, uh and yeah, the whole thing was just was just really well done. Right. And uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, may he rest in peace, w- did a phenomenal job. Yeah, he... With the role. He added a certain charisma that I feel like just on the surface you wouldn't get from a character who... from Based on the name Black Panther, like, just based on the animal that that name is based on alone... Like, you would think, like, just a savage fucking hero, like, somewhat like Wolverine, just, you know, with less of a mouth. Mm, Yep. But, like, no, fucking T'Challa's actually very charismatic, and it's really cool to watch. Yeah, uh, and, like, there there were quite a few moments in it where it's just, like, especially, like, some of the final lines from, from Killmonger. Uh, which since you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil that, but it's like, it, it really has some impact. Like it, it has a huge amount of impact. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, fucking by the, yeah. My comments on this movie are fucking in no way valid. Cause I haven't even seen it. So, <laughs> but yeah, fight choreography, uh, fucking acting, sound design, other uh, the visual effects, other than the, the last little bit that, like even in even in theaters, like it was it was jarring. Uh, seeing it on a smaller screen, like a computer screen, it's even more so. Weirdly enough, huh? Uh, but but yeah, I'm really looking forward to to this next one. And 
for a few reasons. One, because, well, like everyone knows, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. So we're not going to see him in, uh, in the, the uniform anymore. Right. Uh, what I'm hoping for and what it seems like it's alluding to is uh, his little sister, uh, Shuri, is actually going to be taking up the mantle, which, uh, in my opinion, is honestly the best way to go. Is that who that's supposed to be at the end of the tra- at the end of the trailer? Uh, I would need to go back and watch it, uh, but possibly. Uh, it's I like... mean, she she knows the tech. She made upgrades to his suit in the movie. Like she may not have the combat experience, or at least uh, so, uh, like to the extent that T'Challa got, but you know, like she would be perfect for the role. Just give her and give her some training. Have her go through the ceremony. Um, because the, there's there's a, a ceremony with um purple flowers. Uh, uh, you go, kind of go into the the like a spiritual plane uh, and talk to to your ancestors, and it's like there there's this whole process, um, plus the training and everything else. But like outside of the combat experience and the the ritual itself like she already knows the tech better than T'Challa did because well she's the one who upgraded it right yeah just give it to Shuri yeah and um, on top of that i'm pretty sure they introduced Namor yes they did introduce Namor they 100% they are starting the war between Atlantis and Wakanda which is actually a huge fucking event in the comics it's like to compare it to like DC, it's like Atlantis versus uh, the Amazonians. Yeah, like it, it's the same level of conflict. And just uh, I'm looking back at the trailer here. I legitimately can't tell who that is in this uh, one of these suits because it's definitely not Killmonger. Because the gold details are just way too different, and they're almost a yellow rather than gold. Well, the the suit may be reminiscent of Killmonger, but it's, de- it's definitely not. Yeah, Killmonger. it's definitely not Killmonger. Um, yeah, uh, not a hundred percent sure on that. But also, uh, another character apparently was uh, was revealed in this character was revealed in this trailer. Um, Riri Williams who is better known as Ironheart, the successor to Iron Man. Oh, the one, uh, the uh the girl that everyone was like flipping shit over when when she took up the 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 mantle. Yeah. But apparently she's been introduced and I think she's the girl that's like in the lab that uh I think it's Okoye like gives like some high fives too in the lab. Oh yep, I think that's Iron Heart. Uh, I'm going through the the trailer again right now. Oh, it's probably towards the middle. No, the high five. So that's uh that's Shuri and okay. who I think uh is Riri Williams. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So yeah, like yeah, no, Okoye is uh uh is part of the. Uh... That's right. She's a oh, warrior, God, isn't wh- she? Yeah, I don't know why I'm not remembering the name. Because they, they were a huge part of uh, uh, 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mmm. Fuck. What was that called? Oh. God, it's... God, I'm pretty sure it's been, like, almost a year and a half since I watched that show. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name, but she's she's part of... Um... She's part of that faction. Okay. So they're um they are warriors in Wakanda and uh They're like the are... elites, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean shit, uh, technically every Wakandan warrior is an elite warrior, let's be real here. I mean, yes. <laughs> but they're like the elite of the elites. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what the fuck the name was no i don't want to go to i I don't want to go to disney plus thank you when i find it i'll i'll fucking just blurt it out (laughs) uh okay so yeah moving on so okay she hulk and uh wakanda forever have been confirmed by kevin feige to be the end of phase four so now that phase four is coming to an end, we can look forward to phase five. With... Normalage. That's what it was. That's what it yeah. fucking was. Um, who I believe will have some involvement in an upcoming movie on this list, but we'll get there. Um, okay. Either way, Wakanda Forever actually looks really fucking good. I'm interested to see it. I, I'm legit just surprised that they got the okay to, to start introducing uh, Namor and, and the... Are, are they just Atlanteans? Yeah, in... I'm pretty sure they're just Atlanteans. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm surprised that they got the okay because I last I understood, his license, like Hulk, like Solo Hulk, right? Um, were owned by Universal. Well, I mean, it seems like Universal has loosened up a little bit because, I mean, they allowed Bruce Banner to appear in this She-Hulk series. But that's the thing. Like, he's always been allowed as, like, really a side character. Yeah. He's never going to get a solo thing until Marvel gets the rights if I understand correctly. Well, and I'm, I mean, it, it's technically the same thing with this Namor thing. I mean, yes, he's the antagonist, but he's still a side character. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. There, there's a difference between, like, a side... Like, a, to me, there's a difference between a side hero and a primary antagonist. Like, the level of importance is different, therefore, like... I don't know. It just it just surprises me. That's all. <laughs> look, they're not. I'm assume the way that I'm just going to look at it. Someone in that fucking office finally fucking said, look, we aren't doing anything with it. Let's just let them do their shit and we make money off of it. Let's be smarter than Sony. Or the counter argument of guys be smarter than, than Sony. We can do stuff. You're not using it anyways. Like so, so yes or yes. Good lord! Like, because that's what it seems like. It seems like Universal. Maybe that's what Universal's whole game was this whole time was to just fucking wow. We cannot stay on track this episode. Holy shit! This one's really fucking taking. This one's really taking the name to heart. 
Um, uh, content. I feel like somebody really just sat. I was like, okay, you know what? Let's see what Sony can do. If Sony can manage to pull off their own stuff, you know, while being as stingy as they are with the character, then maybe that'll mean something for us. And they just keep seeing Sony make fuck up after fuck up after El Muerte. Like, (laughs) (laughs) tell me I'm wrong. The man has been in two comics, two whole comics. And why is this movie getting made? I don't know. Probably because this fucking guy who's playing in Bad Bunny, I don't know his fucking name. I know he's some kind of fucking rapper. He he's probably funding this project. I I can see it. He's probably funding this project, and Sony went, you know what? Fuck it. Alright, moving on. Um I got really mad about that, but yeah, it seems like Universal just sat back, watched Sony make their mistakes, and then they went, okay, I don't think anybody can make this stuff better than the people who actually own the IP. Let's just let them do what they want with it, and we can reap some benefits. Which I think is honestly the smarter move, because it means that Universal gets to hold on to their small portion of Marvel that they have, because they do still have a small portion, because in Florida, they still have all of the, all of like the Marvel attractions and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So they obviously still have some kind of right to Marvel content. And they want to keep that relationship good. So they are at least allowing the MCU to utilize characters like the Hulk and Na- and Namor the Submariner. Either way, I'm I'm fucking fascinated. Dude, me too. But goddamn, Phase 4 just we can't let go of Phase 4, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't. It's time to fucking let go. All right. So, kicking off Phase 5 will be a will be uh Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania releasing. We have a release date of February 17th, 2023. We will see if that sticks. Uh, I'm hoping that it does, but if it gets pushed back, I won't be surprised because everything's getting pushed back. Yeah. Still, I should say. like, Th- Thanks, COVID. COVID, and now there's this fucking monkeypox outbreak. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, we got a Behind Closed Doors trailer at Comic-Con, and for all I fucking know, by the time you're listening to this, that trailer might be out, so we'll probably be talking about it in a few weeks. Just be patient with us. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> um... What the fuck is wrong with you today? <laughs> Uh, according to reports, though, uh, there was a behind closed. Right, I mentioned that already. Behind closed doors trailer. I'm a fucking moron. Yes. I'm really kind of off my rocker today. I apologize. You need more um, caffeine. I think I do actually. Uh, I'll take care of that though in a little while. Uh, apparently, this new trailer shows off uh footage of Kang, Modok, which I was not expecting, and. Bill Murray. 
It has been confirmed that Bill Murray is in this fucking movie, and I have no idea to what capacity. I am so confused. As am I, but we also got a poster that I do not believe I have looked at. Uh, the, I, I swear, if it's like a Zombieland situation, like, I don't know whether I'm going to laugh or, like, get irritated. <laughs> oh, this actually looks really cool. Um, Scott, uh, Scott just, like, goes subatomic, fucks with Bill Murray's, like, DNA composition, and he turns into a pile of goo. Like, that's the cameo. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it, it, actually, that would be. I, w I would be very happy with that. Um. Oh! Apparently, Cassie is going to be joining them. I was not aware of this. Uh, mm -hmm. Scott's daughter. Yeah. I was not aware of this. And I believe this... Uh, this uh, yeah, because we're in, we're in post-Endgame, so this is older Cassie. Yeah, I think it's, uh, from the way that it's being, from the way that the tweet is worded, because it says, and first time Cassie, I think they recast her. Yes, I think they did. I'm not 100% here, but either way, I, I'm excited for this movie, because, um, yeah, I really... I really like this new overarching saga that we have going on, which has been confirmed that phases four through six are going to be known as the multiverse saga. So we are going to get to see a lot more of the multiverse, and I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was recast. Uh, Emma Furman was the one who played um, Cassie in Endgame, and this is Catherine Newton. So, yes, the, this... Uh, Cassie was recast for Quantumania. Oh, okay. Um, just wanted confirmation on that. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I it yeah, because like I said, based on the way that the tweet was worded, it definitely seemed like she had been recast. Mm. Um, next up, Secret Invasion, which for those of you who don't know is based on a comic book series of the same name uh where it is revealed that a lot of our favorite heroes in the Marvel universe were secretly scrolls which are shape-shifting aliens for years now I really don't know how far the MCU is going to go with this idea. Because, granted, it would be a really cool way to get cameos from people like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. It would also ruin the arcs of those characters. Well, I mean, like, uh, with Robert Downey Jr., that would be a really interesting one because it's just like the man you know, is dead. Exactly, it's just like the man who the, sacrificed himself was not actually the man. Because think no, about no, no, it. No. I no, I'm talking about like a scroll fucked up, and it's just like, hey, this guy's super important. Like everyone knows this dude. Completely bypasses that. Like man's is dead. And just goes, yeah, I'll take that. And then that's where 
like that's where shit kind of goes sideways and it's like you're supposed to be dead oh uh and then everything fucking goes to hell i feel like we could get we would get a really if they did end up going that direction there would have to be a really fucked up tom holland cameo like just beating this fucking scrolls face him in because he had the audacity to impersonate Mr. Stark. Like, oh, oh God. God. Who, who would be strong enough to pull him off though? Because I would, I would have to assume that he would go fucking rage mode, like in no way home. And yeah. only, only Peter Parker was able to stop Peter Parker. Um, See, it all depends on who's there. And if the scrolls are involved, Captain Marvel would definitely be there. I think she would definitely be able to hold him back. Okay, like, that, that's fair enough. Like she's, like, she's borderline a cosmic being. So she could definitely hold him off. Um, there has probably been, if for whatever reason Rhodey is there... Tony probably installed some kind of Peter protocol to his suit long ago because he figured out what the kid's full strength could potentially be called the full diaper protocol. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the TT protocol, the temper tantrum protocol. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a sound bite. While everything <laughs> activates, it's a sound bite of fucking Stark just going, all right, you need a timeout. <laughs> oh shit uh but all jokes aside um this series is actually really interesting because i am i am really interested to see who they are going to reveal as a scroll like because that's the that's the whole point of the secret invasion is it's like we kind of got a little bit of a taste of it in uh, fucking Far From Home and the beginning of No Way Home. Like, the whole thing with, like, him mentioning, like, hey, you can ask Nick Fury about the whole thing. Like, dude, Nick Fury's been off planet for eight months. What are you talking about? And then we got the mid-credits scene. <laughs> yeah. The two scrolls just chilling out in the car, being like, "I don't, I don't know what the fuck just happened." Uh, we almost blew that. Fury's gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You want to tell him? I don't want to tell him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually very interested to see where it's gonna go. Um, but there's really no details on it. Um. Then we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which also had another, which was also a behind closed doors trailer. Uh, there was some, it's been confirmed that there was footage of Gamora shown off. Uh, so there is going to be something to do with her in that movie. I mean, I would hope so because that's kind of where it seems. I, I, mind you, I have not seen Love and Thunder yet, so I do not know where the Guardians end up by the end of that movie. Um, but apparently this is like one of, (laughs) 
according to obviously this is a very biased source for me according to fucking kevin smith this fucking trailer was like brought him to tears that is how good it was oh dear like i i there's literally no other details aside from the fact that there is footage of gamora with a group of ravagers that's it other than that we have literally no details i'm excited the only other thing i guess that you could really consider this as a de as a detail is I believe James Gunn has come out and confirmed that this is going to be his last Guardians movie. So I yes. think what he what that also means is this is going I mean this was confirmed a long time ago I think. Uh this is the last time we are going to see this lineup of the Guardians. It's not going to be the end of the Guardians, I guarantee that, but it is going to be the end of this lineup in particular. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, like, this group's story ends. Yeah, it, it will be interesting. I think, honestly, in my opinion, I really, I, I fully believe that Drax is probably going to be the one out of all of them that dies. Because I, and once again, I know I sound like a broken record here. I believe we've talked about this before, either on the podcast or off it. His arc is finished. It would be the most logical for him to bite the dust. Well, also for uh, a more, like, meta reason, I guess. Well, like, for, yes. From, like, Dave... tabletop gaming terms. Oh. Um, that, like, he... Um, uh, Dave Batista is, like, he loves the character, but he's, he's kind of he done to move playing on. the character. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's already confirmed that this is his last time playing the character. So either it's got to be a memorable send-off, uh, like a, a really like emotional goodbye, or mm -hmm. he's got to bite it. Yeah, or and knowing the way that James Gunn is... He's not afraid of killing off characters. Yeah, especially after Suicide Squad, I would not be 100%... I would not be surprised at all if... In their first encounter with Adam Warlock, Drax rushes him and gets fucking killed. Just blasts a hole straight through his torso. Or evaporated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Wait, I would not be surprised at all. Uh, didn't, wasn't there an announcement that Will Poulter's gonna be Adam Warlock? Is that, yes. is that confirmed? Or? That is 100% true. Will Poulter is Adam Warlock. And he got jacked for this role my guy <laughs> did he yeah <laughs> is is man's beefcake not like full beefcake but like he definitely got toned dude all right i'm i i gotta jesus christ right <laughs> dude the first the like first the man's movie is practically that I... playing a god and he made himself look like what yeah yeah no we'll confirm that fucking like it's not it's not fucking og thor level of just like massive but goddamn but he's cut <laughs> oh that shit could get diamonds uh but <laughs> but like it, in all seriousness like it's it's super cool to me 
seeing like where his career's gone and seeing him play this character because like like I know he's done stuff outside of it, but the very first role that I ever saw Will Poulter in personally was fucking We're the Millers. Yeah, that was the first thing I saw him in. And then I think the next time that like his face showed up on my radar was uh when he did like that uh that interactive black mirror thing. Oh, the Bandersnatch? Yeah. Next one for me was the Maze Runner. I did not see that. I really liked the book though. Oh, the book is phenomenal. The movies strayed too far and they they really messed with some stuff. Although they're fine they're in their own right, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But compared to the books, they took a lot of liberties that really detracted from the story. Um but yeah, so like him playing Galley, it's just like that that was a cool role because like you know, like I I will uh admit that uh like especially in our our friend group in high school like we were not the nicest people and we <laughs> did make comments on just like even though he he was he was such a puppy in we're the millers like but but he has uh like a particular like facial structure especially the eyebrows that are just like they they do lend themselves to you know, looking a a little a little menacing. So it's like playing Galley, uh, where he is like he's still a kind of a main character. He's kind of an antagonist, but not really. Uh, he's some kind of anta- antagonistic force. Uh, Look to put it in a polite like, it, way it about was... his uh his facial structure. He looks like Sid from Toy Story, and he has said that himself based on his Halloween costume. Oh, did he? <laughs> Yes, he dressed up as Sid for Halloween one year. And he looks like a dead ringer. <laughs> okay, fair enough. If he's the one who said it, then I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, like, he can definitely look menacing. So when there was the announcement, especially around that time, there was the announcement that he was going to be playing Pennywise in the Andy Muschietti uh, It film. That would have uh, been interesting. It would have been, and I was super jazzed for it. And then the announcement came out that Bill Skarsgård was there, uh, or taking on the role. And, like, by comparison, in that moment, I was a little apprehensive. And then, of, of course, seeing how it all turned out, it was, it, it was insane. It was brilliant. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, see, seeing, uh, seeing Will go from, uh, like, what he portrayed in We're the Millers... To now a fucking god, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm excited. Because he's, yeah. he's got the acting chops for it. Like, he's shown that. That, and I think just in general, we've all been waiting for this movie for a very long time. Like, I mean, fuck. The second one came out in what, 2017? Uh, Had to have been. I think that, because that's when, um, uh, that's when... I'm not going to throw out real names, but that's when uh, Cheese uh, came over uh, while he was uh, still doing uh, schooling in the military. Uh, and we got to spend some time in uh, uh, in SoCal down in uh, San Diego. Oh, OK. Uh, we Actually, that was the movie that we saw like the second day of hanging out uh, during the week that he was in. Got it. And, yeah. It, 
part. I mean, there was reference to to Adam Warlock from there, so it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a good five six years. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure like the Adam Warlock tease was the post credit scene in that movie. Was it? I thought it was a. Then again, it's been a minute since I've seen it, but I thought it, it could have like also a been reference. Well, it was like. It was a passing reference, but at the same time, like, it was that gold bitch. Like, yes. and that's what she is. She is a bitch. Uh, yeah. To put it in terms that Rocket would. <laughs> it, yes. Um, Like, she was, like, in the room with his cocoon and, like, I think actually said the word, like, I will call him Warlock or some shit like that. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm just excited for Guardians 3 because regardless of what everybody thinks of him outside of movies, I actually really like Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. I I'm not going to go on a huge fucking tirade about how fucking Infinity War was just him having a normal human reaction. Da, 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 da. You've heard it from a million people a thousand times over. I'm actually in the camp of, yes, that was a normal human reaction, but the blip was kind of his fault. Um. That can be a normal, <laughs> yeah, that can be a normal human reaction. And my normal human reaction is, no, stop that. You got my boy Spidey Dustin, all right? I'm going to yes. kind of hold it against you. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Mario. <laughs> oh, shit. But, all right. We are going to take a quick break, and then we are going to continue charging through this list because there's really not a lot of details on the stuff we have coming up. <laughs> Make a fart noise or something. Have you guys heard of Anchor? Well, if you listen to this podcast, then you need to go show them some love. Because without them, creating and distributing the Derailed podcast may not have been such an easy feat for me and Fish. Anchor is hands down one of the best ways to get your podcast out to the big streaming platforms. Why is it the best? Because it's fucking free, man. There's no monthly fees and you can upload as many episodes as you want. Not only that, but they offer a gaggle of tools that allow you to record, edit, and upload podcasts from your PC and even your phone. And once you've got your masterpiece in hand, Anchor also makes it extremely easy to get your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much any other podcast service you can think of. They also offer options that allow you to monetize your podcast. And get this. Some of the options have no minimum listenership required. So if you've been looking for the sign to start your own podcast, this is it, kids. And the best place to start is by going to Anchor FM or by downloading the Anchor app on your phone. Hey, do you like D&D? Do you like fish? If you answered yes to both of those questions, then holy shit do I have the show for you. Go check out Stream for Initiative on Twitch, man. We're a group of VTubers, with the exception of our good friend Fish. He don't do the VTube and stuff. Uh, they get together and play an ongoing campaign of D&D. It's heavily RP-based, and the group dynamic is just phenomenal. And unfortunately, as of right now, the party is split. Not like the Beatles, there's no Yoko here, man. But in order to compensate for everyone's lives outside of the game, they had to split the group into two. Now you may be saying to yourself at this point, comma, where the fuck do I find this magical group of characters? Well, give me a fucking minute, I'll tell you. You can find them live every other Sunday and Friday at 7pm Pacific Time on twitch.tv slash streamforinitiative. You can also follow their Twitter page, at the4initiative, or hell, you can even visit their shiny new website, forinitiative.net. 
You like me and Fish enough that you want to see us outside of the Derailed podcast? Well, you can sometimes find us live on our Twitch channels, and sometimes we stream together, but other times we're doing our own thing. You can find Fish at twitch.tv slash fishkidmal, and you can find me at twitch.tv slash comicrazygametime. If you want to stay updated on all things Derailed podcast, or shit, just even what the hell me and Fish are up to, you can follow the Derailed podcast on Twitter at NimrodEntYT. That's Nimrod, E-N-T, Y-T. You can find Fish at FishKidMal, and you can find me at GT. And we're back! Uh, Alright, moving on down the list, the next thing that we've got here is... Oh, sorry, you're gonna hear this. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I never want to hear uh, that again. Nice, cold, crispy Coke. Um, <laughs> Not sponsored. Yeah, right? Moving on, uh, some show called Echo is coming out. I'm not 100% aware of what this is. The only details that, ha- that I do know for sure about it is that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will be portraying their versions of Daredevil and Kingpin in it. So, already excited. <laughs> um, let's see. Because um, uh, would Echo be like like a group name or like a hero name because I mean, I'm not familiar with anything labeled echo in, in Marvel. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, let's see. Uh, echo is an upcoming American web television series based off the Marvel comics superhero of the same name. Uh, this series is a spinoff and a sequel to Hawkeye. It is a, Oh, uh, it is the 22nd television series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fourth installment of Phase 5. Uh, the series is produced by Marvel Studios and will be released on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the origin story of Echo revisits Maya Lopez, whose ruthless mm-hmm. behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. Yeah, okay. the Echo is not a name I'm familiar with, and that that may be why. Uh, but yeah, the um, uh, one of the main antagonists, the um, the quote unquote niece, uh, the deaf niece of um, of Kingpin mm-hmm. in uh, uh, in Hawkeye. That's that's who Echo is. Well, and I guess since this is a direct, cont- I mean. It is an origin story for her, though. So, maybe, who knows, but... Basically, I'm assuming this series is either going... Is going to confirm whether or not uh, Kingpin died at the end of Hawkeye. Which, honestly, I don't think he did, because if I remember correctly, at least in the comics... Kingpin can take a bullet to the face. Uh-huh. Plus, like, with how good Vincent D'Onofrio is in this role, why would you give up Kingpin that easy? Well, I mean, they keep throwing him into shit, so obviously they're going to have some use for him. I honestly think, I think Kingpin is going to be Spidey's next baddie. 
I think we are going to see Spidey fight Kingpin in either Spider-Man 4 or 5. Oh my god, I would pay good money. Well, see, here's the reason why. Vincent D'Onofrio chuck uh, Tom Holland. Right? <laughs> Just, yes. And the reason why I say this is because Kevin Feige has confirmed that from this point on until, I think, the next Avengers movie, Spidey is going to be a street-level hero. So yeah, that he's, means he's, he's going to be just doing his thing in New York. Exactly. So he's going to be out there with like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Punisher. And, you know, I think maybe we might get to see an ensemble movie where the fucking New York street team takes on Kingpin. God, I hope so. Because like, so we've we've already got confirmation that Charlie Cox is is in the MCU. He's coming back for Daredevil. We've got I mean, we've got Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk. I want to see Jessica Jones come back. I want to see Luke Cage come back. I want to see as much as people fucking like hated Iron Fist. I don't have a problem. I want to see him come back. Yeah. And fucking especially John Barenthal's Punisher. Oh, yeah, like, dude. My favorite my... Punisher by far. Dude, some of my favorite 90s comic interactions are between Spidey and the Punisher because they are such they are such polar opposite characters yet they used to get thrown together so often yeah I think the only thing that would make it better is if uh it were those two together having some sort of squabble and then Deadpool gets thrown into the mix and Moon Knight (laughs) random bullshit go like I like I think I said this in a previous episode. I would love to see a team up of Spider-Man, Deadpool, Moon Knight and Punisher. I feel like that would be one of the greatest fucking cinematic team-ups of all time. If not like, the greatest, the most chaotic. <laughs> what's your stick? Well, I weed out corruption uh even from the police force, you know, no one no one can be trusted. Da 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 da. da. It's like, what what about you? I've got three personalities, my guy. (laughs) Okay, and how about you? Oh, I'm a different level of crazy. I've also got, like, uh, I'm terminally ill. I have cancer, but my superpowers are beating it. Okay, what about you? I shoot webs. I stick to stuff. (laughs) I'm sticky. (laughs) (laughs) I can help. I'm sticky. <laughs> Still one of one of my favorite fucking lines from Far From Home. But um but oh god, that would be so good. But yeah, I want to see the entire Netflix crew yeah. officially part of the MCU because they were just they were too good. I mean, and honestly, it might just come down to like it it, it really might just come down to like if the, if the actors want to come back, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, if they want to bring the characters back and the actors don't want to cooperate, they'll just bring, they'll just recast. You know, they've done it before. I mean, fuck, Mark Ruffalo wasn't always Bruce Banner. Uh, yeah, that that's because, uh, as far as Intel says... Edward Norton uh, was a giant diva on set. I will be, fu- I, I'll fucking say it. My my word for it was kind of a cunt, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that works too. Um. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little less forgiving. 
Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, I just, I, I really want to see these characters. I, I want to see all these characters together. I want to see Spidey and Luke Cage fucking team up because that's another one of my favorite comic team ups is Luke Cage and Spidey just because mm -hmm. they are like, you know, when it comes down to it, that's why, you know, some of the, that's why I love seeing these heroes team up because they're, they are New York street level heroes. They take care of the streets of New York. Like, yeah, they deal with some fucking cosmic shit every now and again, but for the most part, they stay on the ground. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, Echo, now I'm actually, now that I know more about it, and honestly, the fact that it is a, uh, it is a Native American character, I'm, that honestly makes me very interested to see where they'll go with it there as well. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely sounds interesting now that I know more about it. Um, moving on down the list here, we got Loki season two confirmed for summer 2023. Yeah, really stoked for that. Loved the first season. Yeah. First season was great. There are literally no details other than the fact that it's the second season. Basically what we knew all along because they confirmed that there was going to be a second season uh, at the end of the first one. So basically what we got here is a release window. <laughs> yeah. Um, regardless, fucking excited. The more we get into this list, the less details we're going to fucking have. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, because we're already moving on to the next thing on the list. Uh, the Marvels, which I'm assuming is going to be a team up of, uh, Captain Marvel and Kamala Khan. Yes. Uh, I think that's probably Marvels. a safe assumption. The Marvels will feature Brie Larson returning in the role, uh, or returning to the role of Captain Marvel slash Carol Danvers. Okay. In the film she'll be joined by uh uh Tayana Paris, I believe. Uh and Monica Rambeau in Marvel Studios WandaVision, along with uh Iman Vellani, who will appear as Miss Marvel in Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. So it looks like And Monica Rambeau, if I'm not mistaken, that was the character who got crushed by the statue in Multiverse of Madness, yes? No. Spoilers. Um <laughs> No, Monica Rambo is um I I don't remember if it's been confirmed, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's Photon. Uh because she uh she was the one who's blasted out of the hex. Uh and then every time they they did a spectrograph on her, like she she like lit up like the sun. Got it. Okay. And then Tayana Paris. Um... Oh wait, no. The yeah, Tayana Paris is Monica Rambo. Monica right. Rambo was Photon. Okay, got it. So that that's that's my mistake. I just don't know uh, names at the moment. But yeah. But, but yes, so uh, so it's going to be uh, Brie Lawson. <laughs> Brie Larson. Tayana Paris and uh, I believe it's I hope I'm pronouncing it right uh, Iman Vellani 
So, I, Captain Marvel, Photon, and Miss Marvel. Right on. But, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know much about this. I don't know, really know a lot about those characters. Obviously, we don't have any details. We're not insiders. This is coming out July 28th of next year. So, yeah, we're not going to have any details for a while. So, moving right on down the list. Uh, we've got one that people have been talking about for a long time. I think this is another, this is like a situation, this is kind of like a similar situation to like the uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, where people have been wanting a new Blade since the MCU started. I just want to know if, because if, uh, I remember hearing a quote-unquote confirmation that Mahershala Ali was going to be playing Blade, and I really hope that that's still the case. I think that is still the case. Give me a second here. Blade 2023. Uh, according to yeah, the MCU fandom page, yeah, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali. Yeah, that is confirmed. So, Which is going to be interesting if they add in Luke Cage into the MCU because he's he's going to be playing an antagonist and a protagonist. Huh. Because he was one of the, the antagonists in uh, Luke Cage season one. I believe. Interesting. Season one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not exactly too sure how to feel about this. Blade was never really one of my favorite characters. The first couple of movies that they did with Wesley Snipes were cool. Uh, Trinity, Trinity was different. I... I don't hate Trinity, but I don't like it either. You know what I mean? Like, it's really mm. just one of those movies where if I could never lay my eyes upon it again, I wouldn't. Like, I just, I just don't care for it. Like, it, you know what category I would put it in? Mm. The same category that X-Men Origins Wolverine is in. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's got Ryan Reynolds in it. It's not a great comic book movie. <laughs> but but how can anyone hate that movie we we yeah we got deadpool from that movie we got we got the blob blob was in the first x-men movie <laughs> yeah i know but like a more up close and personal blob i mean i guess all right i don't know what the fuck we're talking about at this point um, the only thing I really can say about Blade is the fact that apparently there, I don't remember if this is accurate, but allegedly Wesley Snipes says that he has at least two different scripts for new Blade movies. And my whole thing is, how do you expect anybody to want to make another one of those movies with you, considering how public your behavior on the set of Trinity was? Yeah. Like, I, I I don't understand. But, and yet, there are people still clamoring for him to come back as Blade, you know, now that the multiverse is open. And it's like, you know what? If he does come back, I'm not going to have a problem with it. I just hope he's not problematic off camera. Yeah, that's really all we can hope for. Like, that's my whole thing, is it's just like, as long as he's not problematic off camera, like, on set, I could give a shit. But, like... There are, like, very public reports of, like, him just being absolutely, like, belligerent on the set of Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, 
moving on. Uh, speaking of Riri Williams in the fall of 2023, by the way, Blade, November 2023, uh, specifically November 3rd. Uh, speaking of Riri Williams, though, uh, we have, I'm not, I don't remember if it's a movie or not, but Ironheart. So, no, it's going to be a Disney Plus uh, show. Oh, it's going to be a show? Yeah. Okay. Um, probably going to be, I guarantee you it's probably going to pick up wherever, wherever she ends up at the end of Wakanda Forever, considering it's been confirmed that she's in that. Yes. Uh, which you see her in, you see her in the trailer. I, be, I believe she is the one that, uh, that Shuri, um, like high fives in, in, the, yeah. in the lab. Uh, but yeah. So I'm actually really excited for this character. I personally, I really think like, I don't know what it is. It just seems like if we were to get another Avengers movie and, uh, we didn't have someone in some kind of Iron Man suit. Like, I get it. We have Rhodey, but, like, that's that's War Machine, you know? Yeah. I have never, like, yes, I get that they were once a package deal, but I've never considered them a package deal. Like, War Machine has always just showed up on the scene whenever the fuck he feels like it. Yeah, because, I, I mean, they, they had their squabble in uh, Iron Man 2. Uh, Iron Man 3, they're wasn't a whole lot considering that was mostly focused on on uh on Stark's PTSD. And then he gets uh, after crippled that, in Civil War. Yeah, he gets his fucking back broken and then there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of unpacking with uh with everything where where he's concerned after that. So it's just like yeah, he's he's just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. Um, so like, I think I, I do think it's it, it, and obviously by this time we will be like toward in the middle towards the end of phase five. I think it's time for a new Iron Man. Like yeah, I, I agree. There's been enough time, you know, uh, no way home already confirmed that Spidey is definitely not taking up the mantle of the next Iron Man. Which I'm, I'm honestly like really glad about because I, I remember all of the complaints after fucking uh, Homecoming about oh Iron Man 2.0 and it's like no th this whole thing is setting up for for like a proper Spidey like but but to be fair we, he honestly needed that scene where it's like it you know if you're nothing without the suit. Then you don't deserve it. Oh my god, it's over, Danny Junior. <laughs> yes, <laughs> love that meme still. So do I. Um, I'm pretty sure this is like the second time I've mentioned it on the podcast. I would not be surprised. Uh, but but yeah, you know, like that that was that was a big moment and like changed changed Peter's outlook. Mm -hmm. And then he he built his own shit for what he needed in Far From Home. And now we're we're getting we're getting square one. Yeah, we're going back to square one after No Way Home. By the way, speaking of uh, the square one in that new suit, because I know you have it. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man remastered on PC. If you have any interest in modding it, uh, you can now mod that suit into the game. 
Just saying. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate the heads up. I'm pretty sure they're going to add it as DLC at some point. I don't think... Like, as I a free update within the next couple months. Either that, or they're going to wait to put that suit in the second game. Uh, that, that too. I think that's more likely at this point. Mm. Like, I feel like... It could, because I feel like if they were going to add that suit, and, you know, like I said, I could be 100% wrong about this. If they were going to add that suit, I feel like they would have added it with the release of the game on PC. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. Um, That's just a theory. Not a... Again. No, 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 no! <laughs> 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 well, you don't want to get sued by Matt Pat. No. Um. <laughs> hey, these, these random jagoffs on on fucking YouTube and Spotify. These fucking uh, nobodies who have a podcast. <laughs> they stole our stick. Let's beat their ass. <laughs> fucking Matt Pat shows up at my front door with an aluminum baseball bat. I've got a theory for you. Will this bat crack your skull? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That actually wasn't a bad impression of him either. <laughs> I No comment. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually don't Ugh. want this man showing up at my doorstep. Oh, God. I'm, I'm uh. It's nothing but it's it's nothing but love. Oh shit! I still I it, his uh his his Five Nights at Freddy's playlist is one that I revisit quite often. Uh, but anyways, enough of that. Um, I think the last time I watched a MatPat video was while I was still dating. Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a minute. Oh shit! Uh, moving down the list here from Ironheart. Uh, we have yes. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which is uh, a sequel to WandaVision. I guess at this point it would be... No, it would still be a sequel to WandaVision. Uh, that's going to be releasing in either... I guess it still be determined, but the potential window is either uh, winter 2023, so very late 2023, or very early 2024, so January or February, somewhere in there. Yeah, um, I'm when it comes when it comes to the winter seasons, well, the the actual proper seasons, not like what we get in SoCal. <laughs> uh, fucking, I, I don't want to talk about it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when we're talking about actual seasons, uh, it's it's fucking December, uh, January, February for for winter. So it, if they're saying it's 2023, that's got to be in December. Uh, but so long as it's within that three month range, I'll either way. I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> this fucking cat dude. Ka I, I love Catherine Hahn. I really do. Yeah. Like fucking like one of, one of the best parts of WandaVision outside of like, actually the, the subject matter it dealt with <laughs> the plot. <laughs> it, yes. Uh, but yeah, what, <laughs> 
like I, I fucking love Catherine Hodge. She's she plays such batshit such a batshit character. Yeah. And she hams it up so much. It, it's just so good. And it like Wait uh, just in case I'm wrong, don't add this into the podcast unless I'm correct. Um didn't she voice Olivia Octavius in uh uh in into the Spider-Verse? Um, I'm not a hundred percent on that. So I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. I mean, I was going to cut it out cause you instructed me to, if you were wrong. So <laughs> I was like, I can confirm later and cut this part out or leave it in. <laughs> no, you know what? Fuck it. Just uh, leave it in. I'm looking it up. I want to be sure. I want to be sure. Cause like it, that, cause like, uh, the na- it, her name sticks out in my head whenever I think of Into the Spider Verse, and if th- if that's why, then yeah. Oh <laughs> I love God. how my my search my internet search for Into the Spider Verse, like the autocomplete goes to Into the Spider Verse bagel. Bagel? What the fuck? Bagel. I wanted to find that scene. Shut up. What the bagel scene? Yeah, the bagel. Yes, into the spider when they're getting out of Ultimax. Yes, I'm aware. Why? Yes, I, I needed I needed to show someone the scene. Okay. <laughs> Don't give me this bullshit. <laughs> oh, did you know? Actually, did you know that if you look really closely at that scene for like five frames, the bagel actually turns into a donut. Oh, really? No, I'm lying. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not paying attention to you right now anyways. I'm doing research. So, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Catherine Hahn! Live Octavius. Okay. Fuck. Beautiful. <laughs> that took way too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. But how fucking weird would it be if, like, what I just said was actually accurate? Because, like, you know, all of, like, the glitching between the multiverses and shit, it's not fucking... Like, you totally bought it face value. (laughs) I mean, okay, so, like, really thinking about it, there are so many movies with uh, different localization (laughs) uh, things to it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh... Uh, one of the be- one of the most prominent examples uh, of recent memory was uh, Inside Out because I'm still seeing memes about it. Huh? Um, or Inside Out? Yeah, they. Um, it's like when when you look at the the pizza at the uh, the pizzeria after they move into um, San Fran. Yeah. Um, it, it's it. They're different toppings for different regions. Mm-hmm. So something like that, I would not be surprised if the if there was some localization thing where it was uh, a donut instead of a bagel. For, but for like five frames, <laughs> there are fucking Easter eggs all over the goddamn I know. place. That's why I, w- that's I why, would not be surprised. <laughs> that's why I was saying like with all of like the multiversal and like the glitching like type of thing that they do throughout the movie, it wouldn't have been surprising. <laughs> so then why are you giving me shit for believing it? Because Moving it, on. Because it was funny. <laughs> Moving on. Daredevil born again. Woo! <laughs> wow. This episode's really becoming unhinged. <laughs>
that's, that's the best kind, ain't it? Oh, God. Um, but yeah, but Daredevil, yeah. Born Again, Spring 2024, also confirmed to be Charlie Cox once again. Are they going to PG-13 it, or are they going to keep it? Or, or like, what, TV-14, I think is the equivalent for television? Or are they going to leave a TVMA, like um, the original Daredevil series? That's a good question. I think since we have Marvel Zombies coming out sometime in between then and now. And that was, uh, and that was from con- the previous com- uh, podcast, that was confirmed to be TVMA. Yeah, that's going to be TVMA. So maybe that is, you know, them taking the first step to doing these. Oh, excuse me. These more, you know, violent takes on some of these heroes, you know, to keep what people liked about the Netflix show intact. I, I'm really hoping that's the case. Um, but yeah, as of right now, we have literally no details other than that. Um, but moving on, something I'm actually really looking forward to. Uh, Captain America New World Order confirmed for May 3rd, 2024. Which I'm super jazzed for because with how, um, with how Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended, I'm really looking forward to Sam's portrayal of Captain America. Well, yeah, because it's basically the, uh, uh... It's basically the sequel to, like, the C-plot of Falcon and the Winter Soldier with, like, the whole underworld and all that. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Sharon Carter, I think? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Like, how she ended up being, like, the boss of the underworld? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that has something directly to do with this. I'm more talking about the uh, portrayal of the character and like where where he decides to go as Captain America. But yeah, yeah, the 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 plot sounds really interesting too. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, when I said I'm interested to see where he goes as Captain America, like you know the because obviously Sam Sam's going to be different from. Uh, Wow, I'm blanking on Steve? names. Steve? <laughs> Steve, yes. But, dude, my brain just kept saying, Chris, you know this. Chris Evans, yeah. The Winter no, Soldier's the name is Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> the big yellow one is the sun. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I love Brian Regan, though. <laughs> But yeah, if it does have to do with uh, with Carter and and like her organization and wherever that goes post Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Well, because you have to remember, while being the under like the the underboss, I think is what it was called, or some shit like that. She also was granted diplomatic immunity in the u.s like that's right like she was granted some kind of political position wasn't she 
to where like it puts her in the perfect spot to start putting forward a new world order utilizing the underground organization. Well, that that wasn't the case for a while because she uh because uh, otherwise why uh why not be in the US by that point? Why why take everything underground in the city that they they fucking found uh, found everybody in? Yeah, uh, I don't remember. Like I, I said, it's been like the... a year and a half since I watched it. <laughs> oh dude, same. I really need to rewatch it though. It's so good. Um but yeah, like she couldn't go back to the states and somehow was able to sneak in. So, uh if that was a if that was a detail that I missed, then that's on me, but yeah, yeah, I that... think, well, now she can walk free in the States. She was a fugitive in the States because she assisted Steve during Civil War. Yeah, and now she's, because she helped with everything that, that happened uh, with that, that syndicate. Again, names escape me. Yeah, um, like the, but with the everything super that happened soldiers there, and they, shit like that. Yeah, she was given a a pass and can be in the states now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, interested interested to see where that's gonna go. And next, and the last thing coming in Phase Five is going to be the Thunderbolts, which is coming July twenty sixth, twenty twenty four, which is also a sequel to Subject Matter in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because the Thunderbolts is the team that uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character has been putting together, starting with John Walker. Is that what the Thunderbolts is? I I've never really paid much attention to. And to the if comics. I'm not is mistaken, just... the Thunderbolts also consists of Alex Thunderbolt Ross as the Red Hulk. Oh my god, that would make sense. Let yeah, no, this is, this is one that I'm not familiar with at all. Hello? Let's see. Uh, continue without... Fuck off. Um, where is it? But yeah, as of right now, it looks like... So it seems like the speculative members of the group are going to be John Walker, Taskmaster, Baron Zemo, uh, Abomination, uh, I believe the character's name is Ghost from uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, mm, mm -hmm. uh, Punisher, and uh, what's her face? Uh, Yelena. Really? Yeah. Because remember, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character, I can't remember her fucking name, was the one that manipulated Yelena into going after Barton in the first place. She's the one that said that Barton was the one that killed... Uh... Why the fuck can't I remember her name? Natasha. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's the one that sent Yelena after her. Or yeah, that, didn't necessarily I... didn't necessarily send her after her, but put her on the trail. Yeah, it's just like, hey, I, I, I know a thing that happened. Here, take him out for me. 
But yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So she's been putting together a team and I was under the impression that she was putting together the West Coast Avengers because that's also a team that John Walker is a part of. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see for more details. I'm actually really excited to see that because it is a team made up of anti-heroes. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. That was her name. The character that she played? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. That's why I looked it up. I just remembered that it was fucking Elaine from Seinfeld. Uh, but yeah, so that brings a close to phase five and we, we have very little news about phase six and we're just going to give you the basics and what we hope comes out of it. And then we've got a little bit of closing news before we wrap up today's episode. Um, so phase six has been confirmed to be starting with fantastic four. Can we please make the the cameo an official role? Yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see if John Krasinski is going to continue playing Reed Richards or if they just got him to do that cameo because it's what everybody wanted. <laughs> and we wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Exactly. I think that personally for me, like as much as I as much as I liked the idea of that casting, the way that people got so obsessive about it made me kind of not want it anymore. You know what I mean? So in a way weird with it. Yeah. For me, it was way more satisfying to see him cameo and get turned into blue spaghetti than just to cameo. (laughs) Because I had the satisfaction of knowing that everyone who has been like getting super crazy about that casting shit their pants. (laughs) Oh God. Oh shit. Um, but either way, I still would like to see him as the character. He is the, he, he is the spitting image of fucking Reed Richards from the comics when in costume. Like he looked perfect. Oh yeah. I I still think so. Like, yeah. Seeing him turn into blue spaghetti was was good, (laughs) but like, yeah, people just got weird with it. I, I still think, and I, I haven't been like obsessive over it, but it's like, I've had my fan casting. Uh, for the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. like ready since like 2013, <laughs> and it it really hasn't changed because like John Krasinski definitely Reed Richards, and we we showed that like yeah no it works. I think Emily Blunt as uh as Susan Storm would be would be fun too because well there's obviously a. Uh, like they have a romantic relationship. Uh, John Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt are married, right? And so that that would be fun. Uh, I, I, I'm still torn between like three people for both Ben Grimm and Johnny Storm. So it's like it's, it's a little weird. But um, <laughs> but f- every time you say like turn to spaghetti, my <laughs> mind immediately goes to it's a term called spaghettification. Do you know what that is? I mean, it sounds pretty straightforward. It, it does it though. I would hope so. 
Is this something we can talk about? <laughs> yes. It, it's a term uh, in astrophysics. Okay. Spaghettification is the tidal effect caused by strong gravitation or by strong gravitational fields. Oh. As, as as stated, if you die by spaghettification, you you slam into the event horizon and you get stretched out into like a single string of atoms until cool. you break. That is <laughs> that is how you die. That's cool. <laughs> and actually, I uh the whole reason I found out about it was because of a clip of a, of a movie where someone did actually die by spaghettification. Jesus. And I don't remember what the movie was called, but uh, it it has, um, I believe it, it's Robert Pattinson as a main character uh, in the movie. It's, it's, I read the synopsis, it's fucking wild, but I just had to put that out there because it's like, oh yeah, turn to spaghetti. It's like, yeah, that's fucking horrific. I watched that clip. That's a real thing that can happen. Yeah, and I mean... That's scary. That's, I mean, essentially, that's probably what Wanda did to him. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, if I could find that clip, I'll, I'll send it your way. But for sure. Like, it, it's like, it's holy shit worthy. But, yeah. So, Phase 6 is starting with uh, Fantastic Four... And Phase 6, which will be the end of the Multiverse Saga, will be ending with Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars, which I am psyched for. I have been waiting for Secret Wars for fucking years. Yeah, I'm excited for Secret Wars too, but like one of the big things from early on that's just like, oh, when are we going to see the symbiotes in, in the MCU? You know, like uh, Spidey's gonna go out to space. He's gonna he's gonna get the black goo, and then he's already then, been to space. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, but the the goo didn't happen. Well, the goo's already on Earth. Therein it's lies in Mexico. the problem. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. Because, like, that was such a like a crucial detail. I remember when we were talking about it, like years ago. When do you think they'll be able to to properly do Spider? This is before Homecoming, even. Yeah. Uh, this is like back in high school. Okay, if the MCU takes off, where could we see Spidey? And we were talking about you know Secret Wars and and being able to to see, uh, to see the symbiote. And this is before uh. Yeah, this was after Spider-Man 3, but before uh, Amazing Spider-Man, so Andrew Garfield wasn't a Spidey yet. Yeah, because it had to have been between uh, 2010 and 2011, or 2012. Yeah. 2012, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but that was such a crucial detail of, like, how what do you think they would do to set up Secret Wars to get the symbiotes on Earth to give us the black suit and to to then start, you know, maybe we could go into the clone saga, maybe we could do this and that, and then and then we got uh Amazing Spider Man and then it was just like uh uh well let's put a pin in that until they can get their <laughs> stuff figured out. So here's what I think they could still do to where he doesn't actually get the black suit until Secret Wars. Um you also have to remember as of right now, we ha we do not have a single new Spider-Man movie announced. There is not, as of right now, as far as we know, Spidey is not making a single appearance in Phase 5. 
Yeah, that's fair. So, for all we know, Secret Wars could be the next time we see Spidey. I also, doubt I'd it. I'd be surprised if, if we don't see him in Kang Dynasty in, in some degree. But I'll be very disappointed if he doesn't show up in Secret Wars at all. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you he will definitely be in Secret Wars because that is a huge thing for Spider-Man. And if they really want to keep it to where he doesn't get the alien symbiote until he... until Secret Wars, what they could do is... They could have it latch on to him as he's literally leaving to go to fucking space for the Secret Wars. And because of the fucking conditions, it goes dormant until, like, he's in the middle of a fight or something. You know what I mean? Gets fucking Mm. blasted through a wall by someone. You know, doesn't look like he's getting back up, gets back up, he's wearing a completely black, a completely new black suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I would love that. Like, because, as you know, like I said, we don't know anything about what Spidey's going to be doing in phase five or six at the moment. You know, Mm. we can pretty much confirm that he's more than likely going to show up in these Avengers movies. Um... But as far as solo movies go, they could honestly probably do a a solo movie during phase six. Um, you know, that way there isn't too much time because it's like the symbiote's already on Earth. We know this. So now basically what the symbiote has to do is either make its way from Mexico to New York, just as the little blob that it is, or by taking various hosts along the way until it finally makes its way to New York right before Secret Wars. Either way, somebody make it happen. (laughs) Like, it, it it would be the proper way to give him the black suit. Because then... They could kick off fucking phase seven like they did with phase uh with phase three or no, I'm sorry, phase four and have it be what's going on with Spidey immediately after the secret wars and what his life on Earth with this new black suit is like. You could then do his second movie in the new trilogy as him dealing with the black suit. And then finally, the sixth movie, you could do Venom. You could, they could do it proper this time. Yeah. But also one, one note that we haven't addressed, uh, phase six Avengers films, they will not be done by the Russos. Yeah. Uh, as much as the Russos have expressed interest in directing these films, uh, it has Kevin Feige has confirmed that they will not be doing them, which as unfortunate as it is, I am very interested to see what a new director or new set of directors will do with these Avengers movies. Like, you know, the Russos can't be the only people that can do it. And considering that we are going to be dealing with basically a whole new group of characters by the time these movies happen... Like, that's something that people need to take into account that I don't think a lot of people are, specifically because these movies have 
already been announced by name and where their place is in the MCU. I think for that reason, people are taking the current, like the way the MCU currently is, and putting them in those Avengers movies. And right now, yes, it is a very small, very lackluster lineup. You gotta give it a few years. We have, an in, we have two entire phases to get through before these movies happen. Yeah. Like, take it easy, people. By the time that these movies happen, Secret Invasion will have happened, which means we will have some new involvement with S.H.I.E.L.D. or we will have some scrolls on the side of, you know, Earth or whatever. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which means we will probably have, which means we will probably get our first look at a new group of Guardians either sometime during Phase 6 or in Kang Dynasty. Uh, speaking of which, we do have a, uh, a director for Kang Dynasty. Oh, do we? Who is it? Uh, it, and, and I think I remember seeing the announcement for it, but it just didn't sink in. Uh, what it was, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, I believe. Okay. Um, director and co-writer of Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, okay. Also, will be directing Shang Chi Two and Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Right on. Well, all right, good for him. And I, I fucking loved uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I really did. So seeing seeing not only a sequel but also like. Seeing someone who who did uh, another movie that I really enjoyed coming in and doing an Avengers film is is going to be fascinating. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I'm not really worried at all because continuing on, you know, we've got Echo, which is going to give us some more. God damn, street level heroes. <laughs> uh, Loki, who is the one who kicked off all of this shit with Kang. So no doubt Loki and Sylvie are going to be getting involved in these Avengers movies as well. Mm. Um, we've got the Marvels. Fucking, the Marvels are cosmic level heroes. Obviously they're going to be involved. Uh, Blade, yeah, probably a good chance he'll show up too. Definitely Ironheart. Agatha will probably be on the opposing side of the Secret Wars. Um, we've got Daredevil. Or could be, or could be an intermediary, uh, manipulator. Maybe. We, yeah, it could be manipulating both sides. That'd be fun. Yeah. We don't know. But my point is, is that we have a lot of, we have a lot of movies coming and series in between now and these movies. It, it's going to take some time, but we're going to get a new lineup and we're going to love them just as much as the originals. Um, I wanted to talk about a little bit of Dragon Ball before we ended today's episode, but I, there is one thing that I feel like I need to address since we are here talking about the MCU. Um, and maybe I'll get into a little bit of the Dragon Ball after, but this is the main thing that I want to cover basically since this whole episode has been about the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been off track as shit, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always going to be. That's why, that's why we started this podcast. <laughs> um, I think 
So I've noticed recently that pretty much everything that comes out in the MCU now is criticized to like the harshest fucking degree. Like I'm not crazy, right? Oh no, like I I see I see shit all over the place. Like and correct me if I'm wrong, but it didn't always seem like that, right? No, most people I knew were were like excited with like uh phase 3 and 4. And like not to or at the very least phase 3. Yeah, not to not to bring up something that could cause a whole another tangent, but it's like my opinion is out there about these movies. I'm just going to leave it at that. Fucking people are treating current the current MCU like it's the start like it's the new Star Wars sequels. Which, uh, to the people who who have criticisms and they're saying, like, I'm burned out of superhero movies, this isn't towards you. Yeah, no, that's a valid that's criticism. That's totally fine to be, that to is be a, burned yeah, out. Yeah, that is a valid criticism of, criticism of being burnt out. What I think a lot of people's problems, though, who are blatantly just shitting on these movies, is I think Endgame set their expectations way too fucking high. That's fair. I think Endgame did did something to the MCU that it may never be able to recover from. We'll see. But yeah, it seems like the reason why everybody seems to be so gung-ho about giving the MCU as much shit as they possibly can is not because and is it is because that Endgame was such a huge event. It was such a revolutionary fucking film. Like, it set everybody's expectations way too high, but the thing you have to fucking remember about Infinity War and Endgame was that was 10 years of films. This was 10 years of storytelling all coming together finally. Like, Mm -hmm. they didn't just do this fucking overnight with a single movie like another fucking company has tried to do endlessly. (laughs) like and and that's what people are expecting for some weird fucking reason people are expecting them to make the same mistake that dc has made over and over and over again and i don't understand why i'm just like it it helped me realize that that is why people have been were so have been so harsh about specifically far from home and no way home because they came out after Endgame. It doesn't meet up to people's fucking expectations after Endgame. Gonna take a quick pause here real quick. I gotta piss. <laughs> Please leave that in the episode. <laughs> Bottom line, I just... I feel like people need to lower their expectations of the MCU until we get back to a point where we've had a solid chunk of properties that are all coming together for the first time. Yeah, it's like we got to reset our expectations back to like um like early Avengers days. Yeah. Or like like solo shit, like uh like back to square one with Iron Man. I- exactly. Like that is It's not going to happen, but we really should. No, that's definitely the perspective that we should look at this stuff with because it just 
it's absolutely baffling to me how it, how you can think that it's bad storytelling just because it's not a giant fucking you know fucking 10 year narrative it's like yeah they can't put 10 years into every fucking movie we would be getting a movie every 10 years we would literally be at what the first iron man 2 if they were doing it that way something like that yeah like i i just yeah i it, it, i finally realized why people have been so harsh on these newer spider-man movies and that's got to be part of the reason that's got to be why people were quote-unquote so disappointed with multiverse of madness because they were getting their expectations too fucking high they were expecting multiverse of madness to have the same level of fucking you know casting that fucking endgame did Probably with a little bit of a multiversal spin on it, though. You know what I mean? Uh, what we got was, like, was really interesting. Could there have been some uh, some adjustments to make it better? Yes, absolutely. I think every, like, every film could have, could have adjustments. Yeah. To make it, to make it better than, than what it currently is, barring a few exceptions. But, like, what we did get was just a fun ride. Could there have been more multiverses to explore? Definitely. hundred percent. Oh but, yeah. But with what we got, we got like, we got some pretty good horror in, in a PG 13 film. Yeah, definitely. That wasn't, that wasn't exclusively horror. Like it's not, it's not like lights out, you know, it wasn't James Wan's directing, but we did get some pretty decent, decent horror bits. We got some really brutal kills. Yeah. For a PG-13. <laughs> I mean, a man's, like, a man's skull exploded inside of, inside of the squishies. Like, it, it was gnarly. Yeah. And spaghettification. His, that, his brain exploded. <laughs> his brain exploded while still, while not, like, blowing a hole in the skin around it. I I really don't know how I was trying to phrase that, but it's just gross. The, the skin was intact. <laughs> everything else liquefied. It, it exactly. Was exactly. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, what what we did get was was fine. Yeah, what we did get was fine. Ba- bottom line, like I always do with these types of fucking situations, just people need to lower their fucking expectations. They're just fucking Filmmakers are just humans like us, man. Like they're not, they're not the superheroes that they're portraying, that they're creating for these movies. But they are much smarter than we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think I, I, I think that's lower expectations and just en- enjoy the ride. Yeah. But I think that's gonna do it for us here this week. Uh, we're finally, finally finished with the Comic Con conversation. It took us three weeks, but. We're here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. Uh, Sorry, totally spaced there for a second. (laughs) The the child, she screams. Yeah, it kind of like shuts down my brain entirely. It's the weirdest (laughs) fucking thing. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah. That is going to do it for us here this week. Uh... I'm Kama, he is Fish, and uh, we will see you guys next week.